Welcome to the Start Global Insights, the podcast for businesses looking to expand globally. On this show, we interview experts from different countries to get insights about local business culture and help you to enter new global markets. Today we will talk uh, about Swedish market and Sweden, and today uh, our guest is uh, Johan Gustafsson. I hope I pronounced your name uh, in, a, in the correct way. Much better than I would pronounce it in Ukrainian, yes, I, uh, indeed. I don't know how to introduce you because you have so many roles uh, in your life, uh, but mainly maybe for today's conversation is that you are quite experienced in um, going abroad. I, I would say you are the expert uh, for the international expansion, including the Swedish companies. Yeah, But uh, as you are from Sweden and you know the Swedish business uh, quite well, I would say that you are also a founder and CEO of many Swedish companies and you are sitting in the boards of Swedish companies in many directions. You quite good know not only the international market from the Swedish perspective, yeah, but also how to make business with Sweden. But uh, please, maybe a few words about yourself, your story. You know, how, how would you introduce yourself in this case? Well, my background is very easy to explain, actually. It's, uh, I started out as an artist, you know, a portrait painter and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and landscape painter. Uh, but then I went into the military and uh, quickly became, you know, something of a legend uh, within the military and and had many missions abroad and i speak also russian uh, you know even though uh, today it's it's not my favorite language but also uh, i've been uh, since i i went out of the military and and uh, was pensioned uh, because of my age i went into the, the the business environment and started a couple of industries uh, among a few of them are leading in the world today. It's a bed manufacturer. It's a it's a ramp manufacturer for disabled people, and it's also a chemical factory for doing coating on on concrete floors. So I guess you know pretty much uh, successful. But um, I also ditch a couple. As all entrepreneurs, you learn uh, the most from ditching. Once I went into a media company. And we were supposed to produce just positive media, happy stories. And, you know, we went up the shit creek, knee deep, and nothing sold. So I guess <laughs> people don't want happy stories. They want ugly stories. And uh, uh, I'm not in a game of uh, ugly stories. So uh, I keep to happy stories. But instead of writing about them, I do them. Yeah, this is uh, this is maybe uh, more about know your client. Yeah, so your your client, you may think that client wants to have a happy story, but but in fact he, he would he needs another one. That's that's uh, the the biggest mistake I believe of all startups and all all businesses not to know the client uh, itself. So today, one of the purpose of our conversation is to to a, a little bit understand uh, the the client in general. As a Swedish company, yes, we, we are um, mostly talking about the B2B business, how to make uh, um, business between the companies. Though, in fact, even if you are doing business between the companies, you are still doing business with people. I, I, totally, I totally agree. And uh, um, that goes especially for Sweden, I would say, and Scandinavia. It's all about relations. 
much more than actually in in other countries. Uh, in other countries, we talk about uh, talk about corruption and friendship corruption, and I would say that Sweden is the most corrupted country of them all. You know because. Friendship is everything. So I, I guess you know when we are when we are sitting on our high horses, looking down at people. This is not true because we are doing exactly the same, but with a different touch and a different flavor. We do corruption with Queen's English, and we do it very polite and very nice, smiling, and it has nothing to do with money, but it has to do with friendship. So. That said, uh, relations, yes, indeed, my friend. Yes, it is all about relations here. So the, the networking is very important. If you are thinking about entering Swedish market, you, you should think uh, very much about how to make it or establish this new network within this country. I Totally, yes, totally. And, and uh, what you typically should do is actually to start with building a network that could be profitable for your business, you know, uh, that could be uh, plowing your business and be ambassadors for your business. And instead of, of, of hiring people and getting your facilities here and, and get into a, a, a business hotel and, oh, yes, we have all the Wi-Fi. And, but, you know, you guys already know that. So this is, this is not what you need. What you need is to establish your business channels. What are the communication channels for your business here in Sweden and in, in I would say, all Scandinavia? It's all the same. And what, what people are you going to work with? Are you going to have a channel through resellers or are you going to have a channel through agents or what have you? Uh, I would suggest don't bother with agents. They will fuck you at the end of the day. Um, uh, truly, um, so go for go for resellers and and you know reselling value adding reselling partners that you really can trust and uh, really are into the business already have all the nets up and running and uh, can actually give you a flying start into the Scandinavian market. So you would you would suggest to find a proper partner. Uh, the local proper partner, not um, selling it once to the end client. Yeah, so not uh, like establishing own office, uh, own uh, shop, uh, but but more more to use uh, the the network for that. When you have the first ten customers, then you have a proof of concept, and then you can uh, you know move forward and and maybe put something up local representation if it's a reseller or if it's you yourself doesn't matter but you you need to be present once you have 10 customers you're an entity in sweden and in norway and in scandinavia i've seen so many trying to to move into to scandinavia norway and sweden and denmark and finland and mostly american companies you know they come here with a flag waving and uh, put down uh, and they, they, they do an office and they do everything. But it never takes off because they don't understand the Swedish way of, of doing business. Uh, it's not John Wayne. Uh, we are not uh, about, uh, you know, results immediately. Uh, quarters, 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 show me the figures. Uh, this is not Sweden. Sweden is about what is the customer satisfaction. 
uh, how can we build a long-term relationship with our customers? So it's totally different from America. So people who, who come here and, and, and think they can behave like Americans, they are going to ditch the shit. So Sweden is almost everything in Sweden is about the long term. Yeah, so long term thinking, long term strategy, uh, long term communication, long term relation. I think so. Uh, I agree to that, and I agree to that. You know, to be, become trustworthy is uh, major. Uh, you need to be, um, you know, somebody who's there and and there for your customer. And, and have warranties for your customers and have services for your customers. So what you need to do typically in Sweden is to uh, surround your core business with a lot of different supporting uh, services. Standalone, they are nothing. But as long as they provide you know, help for the customers and also add to more selling of your core business, it's good. IKEA is a perfect example of this. You know, they crazy enough, they have a, a restaurant. Uh, they have, you know, a kindergarten. They have free parking place. They have IKEA family card. They have a lot of shit surrounding flat packages. But the core business is flat packages that is, you know, taken by the customers from the shelves in the, in the storage and brought back home in order to make the man in the family to feel like a man. They have a clear strategy, you know. If you know uh, things about IKEA, maybe you know they are the biggest restaurant industry in the world. In Shanghai, people call in to the IKEA store and book tables to have a dinner on Sunday. Yeah. Coming back to networking, yeah. How to start this networking for companies that just uh, enter in the market? It's it's very hard to do it like cold. Uh, you need referrals, you know. You need people to guide you and and uh, take you by the hand and and you know, shelter you a little in the beginning. Um, you need somebody to to hold their hands over your head, you know, and 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 keep you out of trouble. And um, that goes for Sweden as well as U.S. as well as uh, every market I know. What made me successful is that I always had friends, you know, who were able to help me out. And, and my secret, and I can share that with you, it's no problem. My secret is Israel. My secret is Tel Aviv. Wherever I would like to go, I first go to Tel Aviv. And in Tel Aviv, I will always find somebody who is connected to somebody who is connected to somebody who knows the president. Good, good. Um, uh, coming back to, to cold, cold contacts uh, or the places where to contact. The exhibitions, like physical exhibitions, do they still work in, in Sweden? Is it possible to make connections at, at these places? Uh, exhibitions, definitely. Uh, but you have to be clear about what kind of exhibition you are going to participate in. And uh, also be clear about how you are communicating your brand proposal. Uh, I mean, if you come to Sweden or Norway or Finland with a proposal that is adding to the business environment, uh, this is nothing that we have ourselves. Uh, this is nothing, something new. And this is something that 
we we do not get threatened and uh, we will embrace it directly. It's going to go very quickly. If you come as a competitor, what you are going to do then is typically you are going to educate your competition. <laughs> so uh, um, when you are at the exhibit, the, the guys who is going to visit your your you know your booth are typically the com- competitors, and and they are going to look for weak spots and how you communicate and what you are doing, and so never underestimate Swedes. Uh, they are also kind of butt ugly when it comes to down to fighting, you know. But they don't fight the way you are used to. They they fight a sneaky way, and they're going to small talk you behind your back, and you know, blah blah blah. And there you go, no business. So to understand uh, this in- innovation, your peculiarities first, uh, how you will differentiate from others uh, at the market, and then go there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah def- most definitely, and and uh, also listen to the to the curses on the market. You know, uh, what do Sweden have? What kind of curses do we have in Sweden? You know, that is unique for Sweden. And what kind of curses do they have in Norway that are unique for Norway? Listen to them. Put your ear to the rail and listen. What's happening? You know, what are people uh, yelling about, and what are they uh, angry about? And you know, address that. Yeah, so this is kind of looking for jobs to be done. Yeah, so what what is uh, lacking uh, by, by the client? What, what do they need now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I, I mean, you need to have some sort of of uh, uh, commercial intelligence before you move ahead. You you, you need to understand the ground. Uh, don't put your boot on the ground until you understand it. You know. So the business intelligence should be done uh, b- before any any movement you know, or any steps or investments in, into the sales in, in, in Sweden as well. So it- totally, totally. And, uh, but it should be done by, by people in Ukraine that actually understand Sweden, you know, and, and being here. And, and uh, it should, should not be done by Swedes uh, because Swedes are not going to understand uh, the needs of the Ukrainian companies. So they are going to deliver, you know, massive, uh, interesting work, you know, but it you don't have time for that shit. You need to get down to exactly what you need to have in order to do business. How do you how do you investigate if you, if you do business in Sweden? Yeah, how do you investigate uh, the market usually for your businesses? You hire some local marketing agency, or you have uh, open source information uh, that you can study? No, I have. It's a, a three step story. Uh, uh, what I do first is to to look at what kind of intel questions do I have? You know, what sources could answer these questions? what channels are the best to put these questions through and how do I do it without, you know, stirring up some water uh, so people understand that I am moving ahead uh, because I want to fly under the radar. I don't want to be detected before I, I hit the ground. And uh, so it's more or less like a military operation, but uh, even so, it's not a military operation. It's done more with, you know, care about the customers than, than uh, you know, hate against the enemy. 
So it's a, it's a different drivers, same game, different drivers. Uh, what about the, um, so we were talking about the um, long-term everything yeah, in Sweden. Uh, yeah. While, while I've been uh, studying in Sweden by the Swedish Institute, uh, and like more than 10 years ago, I've been at the host company Vattenfall. And this is the, the mm. energy company. And, and they got uh, at the shelf, uh, there was a book like Vattenfall Strategy. And that was uh, in 2009. And they had this book with the title uh, Vattenfall Strategy 2050, 5-0. Uh, that that blown my mind at that time. So how how can com- what a company or people think what will happen in forty years? Uh, is it still so in Sweden that that you should uh, be such a long term thinking, or it, it changed a bit with with the, the changing environment? No, it's it's still uh, that way. Uh, we try to predict what is going to happen, and and not to follow but to create a new market. This is the difference. Uh, in America, you try to follow the market. You, you try to be second mover on the wave. We are not the second movers. We are creating the wave. In, in order to create the wave, you need to be looking very, very long forward in, in time. You know, what is this going to achieve uh, create uh, what kind of needs are is it going to to create? I mean, if you look at IKEA uh, created somewhere you know during the forties, uh, if you look at ABB created somewhere along the the eighteen hundreds, and Ericsson the same. I mean, we are experts in in doing huge global corporations for long term. When it comes to startup, well, Israel is beating us. Israel is the starting startup nation of the world, uh, but we are, you know, the building nation of the world. So um, if you want to build something sustainable uh, for long term and uh, in a long run, if you are not so hungry for profit immediately, then you should do it the, the Swedish way. And, and the Swedish way is very long term. We are like the Chinese. This is also why uh, Swedish, uh, you know, enterprises are so well liked in in Japan and in uh, China, because we have the same way of reasoning. Talking about this long term mindset, does it influence on um, pace of of uh, making business? Uh, are you slow in in, in decision making uh, or? Like I know this this uh, tradition of Swedish uh, boards uh, to agree with everybody within the board until you you are not agreed and then you don't uh, take a decision. Uh, how it will influence the newcomers? So if you are like 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 you said about American American expectation about the sales right away, it is the same in in, in Ukraine, for example. Yeah. So if uh, if a commercial director says to the salesperson, go and bring me the money, it should be very quick. Uh, we, we cannot wait for a year. But I think and I feel doing business with Swedes, uh, it, it won't work with Sweden. So you should plan much more time for that. You are definitely very correct on this spot. Uh, I would say that Swedes are, uh, if you have seen Lord of the Rings. Sure. Uh, you know, you know the trees that moves very mm-hmm. slowly. Mm-hmm. They're called ants. You know, 
and and Swedes and Estonians and Finnish. We are ants. We are standing there in a circle and we are humming and brumming and bow, bow, bow. And then we make a decision and slowly move away. But once we decided, Isengard is teared apart. Exactly because of that, the the, uh, proper preparation and understanding of the situation is much, much more important than in quick uh, decision, in more quick decision making markets. Because this is a long-term investment, yeah. So you should be investing in it is in, in negotiation is. and networking. You are investing feelings. You are investing in in uh, friendship. You are investing in uh, creating relations. I mean, look at you and me. We known each other for how about fifteen years or something? Well, close to that, yeah. Yeah, and without that, I would never be sitting here. Yeah, well. I would never sit here. So it's, uh, you know, this is proof in the pudding. Normally, it doesn't take 14 years to get in in connection with people. But, I mean, uh, we have a long-term relation. And I know you. And I I followed you for for many years. And you followed me. And um, we know each other because we met, you know. Uh, You are a physical person for me. And and, uh, I trust you and I believe you. And I'm also trusting in what you want to create, you know. And this is extremely important. Um, this is also why I can talk so freely and not maneuvering and not diplomatic and, uh, you know, hiding. Uh, typically for Sweden is, is, you know, to be diplomats. Uh, so I'm not typical Swede. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a half I agree, Swede. yeah. I'm half Estonian and half Swedish. You you remember how how I split the the perception of Swedes uh, in my head? Uh, yeah, two types. Definitely. One is uh, a royal blood uh, diplomat, and the second is Viking. Uh, so you yeah. you are more close to the second type. Yes, I would say I am. So yeah, I'm, I'm the Viking style. Talking about that, by the way, um, many things uh, while, while I was helping companies to go uh, to Scandinavian markets, including Sweden, uh, we met um, different distributors, for example, yeah, that, that uh, wanted to sell or resell the products at the local markets. And uh, in most cases, we met people that were very polite, uh, saying that, uh, well, we will think about that. Yeah, so, uh, well... Uh, so they were not saying no. Yes, they were not saying like we are not interested in cooperation with you or your product is ugly. How to read this or how to learn how to read this politeness? Whether it is worse to wait uh, for the answer or this politeness was uh, kind of a no, but in a polite way. Yeah, sometimes it is actually a, a way for Swedish companies to stall, you know, and and make you, you know in a polite way, uh, tell you to fuck off. You know, uh, you're not in our league um, and we don't want you, to be honest, but uh, we can't tell you that. So instead we say, well, this is very interesting, uh, very smart. Uh, let us think about it. I will bring it to the board. By the way, the board, next board meeting is by uh, December next year. Uh, you know, uh, and there you go. It's a checkmate. How, how would you advise uh, to act in this way? Forget about them or to, to steal? I, I would cut through that, you know, and um, 
to be honest, some sometimes you know, uh, being being a little bit blunt but a little bit more direct is the best way to do it, uh, because what you don't want is a long process where you don't know what's happening. You want a decision that is made. You know, no, we don't want you, or yes, this is very interesting. We are going to get back to you this and this and this way by the latest. So what you should force them to do is to uh, get him into the corner where I tell you how they are going to get back to you and when they are going to get back to you and with what decision they are going to get back. But this is something that you're losing as a foreign company because you are so happy to, to get in contact with a Swedish company. So you are waving your tail, you know, and, and, and this is typically what you should not do. Would it be okay to ask them directly? Uh, well, I did that uh, several times. Like uh, I said that I know that it is your culture. I know that you are not, uh, maybe you are not feeling very good to say me no, but I'm okay with that. Uh, could you save our time and and say directly what you are thinking about the product and potential cooperation? Yeah, yeah, I think that is a, a good approach mm. that is going to be appreciated by most Swedes uh, and uh, definitely by uh, Swedes that are you know uh, experienced in in dealing with business internationally. So I, I guess yeah, it's a good approach. Okay. Again, coming back to the network, yeah. So we, we as far as I understood, uh, for now, the the main two, there are two main things that you should know before going to Sweden. One, it will take a lot of time, so you should be prepared to for the long term investment. And the second is networking, yeah. So you should be networked as much as yeah. possible, or have somebody that will introduce you to somebody that will introduce you to somebody. How a good idea it is to use uh, official business. Uh, uh, communities for that, like associations or chambers of commerce or this type of uh, organization? Chambers of commerce are impotent uh, organizations uh, consisting of people who want to pat uh, their, their self on the shoulder and, and um, talk about themselves and, and, you know, give medal to themselves. Uh, so I would say no. Uh, Business Sweden could be a way in. Uh, your own trade uh, commission, uh, Ukraine Trade Commission, could be a way in. I most definitely believe that they are working hard and doing everything they can to promote your business. Uh, what they need is to to build, like I said, a, a better network around themselves. So, but once they establish that, uh, I think they could be, you know, of tremendous help. What about the business association for like for construction, for example, or the furniture business association in Sweden? Then I, I think, you know, would be the best to, to go uh, through a person like me who is connected to the furniture construction business. How to find you in Sweden? How to find people like you? Where, 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 do, you, where do you go to for, for FICA, for, for a conversation, for, for, for networking? Oh, it's a really good question because it comes natural for me, you know, uh, being, being me and being here all my life. Um, Sweden is very small. Um, I would say you have some, you know, depending on what you are going to do. Are you within IT or within production or, you know, fashion? There are different hubs in Sweden that you should talk to. So 
So if you are in production, you should talk to to uh, the county of Småland and the county of Dalarna. Uh, these are the two places where everything happens when it comes to production. Are you into energy or into um, um, you know uh, environmental protection? You should talk to the north and the south. Uh, so, so it's about directing your efforts correctly. That was actually my my, my next question. Is it uh, is it is there a difference where to enter in Sweden? Yeah, I'm taking it. Look, yeah. Oh, de- definitely. De- depending on what you are, mm-hmm. and never go to Stockholm. Hmm. That's it's funny. Everybody are going to to capital first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll never do that. It's a, that that is a perfect way to to really. You know, really, really get your concept unknown and not accepted, and a lot of enemies. Normally, when you go abroad, I mean, you and I, when we go abroad, we go down to a small village in Spain or in Italy, you know, where we are a little bit, you know, peculiar persons, and and people like us, and they want to talk to us, and they, you know, want to establish contact, and yeah, and we are happy and funny, and you know, wearing our nice hats and uh, this is exactly what you need to do you need to go to the places where people are going to love you so for example if you're in production you would go to to Småland and and you're going to be perceived as something adding to to the community and you know a likable guy and uh, somebody that you are looking up to in fashion well I would go to Helsingborg not to Malmö, not to Stockholm. I would go to Helsingborg because uh, they know they are a little bit behind, but they love fashion, I love design, you know, and a lot of uh, of design people live there. So yeah, that's that's a very very interesting interesting. I I, it, I I totally agree with that, but I never thought about that in that way. So yeah, it's it's good idea to to find a proper place to start with. Yeah, so when when you won't be competing that much. By the way, how 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 good is the idea to make business with government in Sweden? Like, if you are going to the county, yeah, so you you should be able to supply to to the government as well. <laughs> you are talking to the wrong person here because I hate the government. So, <laughs> well, I I would if if somebody would ask uh, before the war, would it would you be making business with the Ukrainian government? I would say I would rather not because it is too complicated with uh, too many. Uh, possibilities to to end up with uh, some investigations of uh, corruption or something like that. I hope that it will change now. But uh, how is it in Sweden? No, but I I mean, this is not the case in Sweden. If if the journey is long uh, in order to get, you know, a business uh, network in Sweden, the journey is triple as long to to get into the public service and and help them out with something because they have such regulations and such uh, you know extensive uh, books of rules to to uh, you know and also if if you do a proposal it becomes public in Sweden so uh, once you you send in your proposal and your figures and you know how you calculate your business everybody in Sweden can read it and since everybody in Sweden can read it China can read it as well. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Clear, clear. Thank you. 
Uh, we are running out of time, I think, uh, but I would li- like to talk because you are, uh, to my opinion, you are a master of negotiation. And I would like to talk about the negotiation in Sweden or the uh, the common approaches yeah, for, for that. Um, and I, I assume you, you, you said that, that, that there might be a hidden agenda yeah, but in, in, in some cases. But uh, to my opinion, when I was talking to Swedes, uh, it was quite transparent. So it, it was direct. So you, you could you could discuss everything like it is, not thinking uh, in advance how to be so canny to, to, to get your agenda or to fight against your uh, other party. Yeah? So it was more like win-win uh, f- or, or looking for a win-win um, opportunities between, between companies or negotiators. Um, how would you, would you describe that? Well, to give you a picture, uh, doing business in Russia, it's like peeling an onion. It's layer of layer of layer of layer of layer of layer of layer with lies and lies and lies. In Sweden, it's a nut. You have to crack it. Once you crack it, it's open. But and nothing is behind that, you know. That's it. Yeah. But but the shell is not so soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to have a big fucking hammer <laughs> and the hammer is your network and once you crack the nut you're in so wrapping up the main two topics is network network and network uh, and long-term thinking sweden is a very interesting market to enter uh, there are a lot of opportunities especially if you have something different from the existing at the market but you should really study that and understand what you should offer to your potential local partners it is better to go uh, with the partners um, uh, into the market and uh, be prepared that it will be long way you should pack your backpack properly for that long way to go and True. build trust and network within uh, the country something like that and also, yeah, um, to add to that uh, easily is, you know, sharpen your communication skills because it's how you communicate your stuff that is going to make the difference, you know. Not maybe that it's bloody different, you know. It does not have to be, you know. But just that you can communicate it and speak right into the heart of some segment that you picked out and targeted. This is, um, you know the core of your business so you you have to figure out what is the unique segment that we are going to address and what is the unique value proposition once you've done that easy to help you i would say to all the ukraine companies listening tonight uh, or this evening or tomorrow uh, do the ukrainian way do it your way do it blue and yellow and and you know be proud about it this is a very good timing for for Ukrainian companies to to get into Sweden, you know, because you are immensely popular. You know, your your president made a smash and hit on on the internet with Sweden anyway. So I I, I would say you know to utilize this moment, uh, this um, uh, momentum operandi. Uh, to move forward and and uh, really getting into Sweden, I would say yes, it's a good idea. 
thank you, thank you, Johan, for being with, with me at this show. Especially for me, that was extremely interesting. So I hope that we will proceed with that. My pleasure. I'll be ha happy to help you. Take care.